0: Hi! Hello! you're so Uh, beautiful. So are you! It's so good to see your face.
1: Good to see your face, too. I see you Uh, once a week over Zoom, and let me tell you something, that is not enough, Brie. Ugh, I agree. That is not enough, Brie?
0: Well, Oh, I thought you just said like it's <laughs> not enough, comma, Brie. Um, oh, no, it's not enough, Lydia either. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited for you to be home for Christmas,
1: but I know that's I far do. away. But and I'm coming home for Thanksgiving. For yeah, well, but I'm, I'm going like home for Thanksgiving. Days. Oh, Rich. I forgot about Rich. that. I forget that you have a home,
0: like other I don't than the home. Well, this is you home, know? but then I also have Vermont. Home. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, I feel that.
0: I don't know if I've ever told listeners that I'm from Vermont. I
1: probably have. No, I don't think you have either actually.
0: Um yeah, I grew up in Vermont. So I will be in Vermont from Wednesday to Monday of Thanksgiving week.
1: Shucks. That's the exact yeah. time I'll be home. I figured as much. Rip. Well, Christmas is Christmas is better
0: anyway. It is. It's longer. Yeah. Um speaking of vacations well maybe that's a segue I don't know sometimes I try to like <laughs> fudge segues um we're talking mm. about taking care of ourselves today we're yeah. talking about loving ourselves I guess but mm. I hate the way that that sounds
1: right you know I definitely do too um but that's super applicable to my life because I um am sick right now so I need to take care mm. of myself um also do. Too, I'm, a, I'm a college student um and you're a full-time working woman which means that we experience Woo-hoo. burnout we're also both threes which we talked about like many like eons ago is how like we're both like Enneagram threes that both struggle with burnout. So this is really that we are very,
0: very um
1: yeah, we're talking about so you know
0: how we talk about our qualifications sometimes and our qualifications (laughs) are that we are 20 something year old women. Yeah, neither of us are qualified to talk about how to avoid burnout because we don't until we are.
1: So So we can (laughs) talk about burnout.
0: Um we can talk about the experience of burnout. Um especially as I, you know take a day off and after a weekend. Retreat. Burnt out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It's great. Mm-hmm. But,
0: mm-hmm. um, I got some actually like messages from, I think people who listen, um, no, I know people who listen, uh, because <laughs> I don't, I don't know them other than that. They follow me on Instagram and they're great. Um, but I posted something on my Instagram story, uh, just about like praying for some of our confirmation kids mm-hmm. this weekend. So thank you all for your prayers. Um, they were heard, they were felt, they were, yeah necessary so mm. Mm. just want to shout
1: out thank you for praying for
0: all the kids prayers.
1: um i've been super into saint monica recently um mm. so i've been just like reconvicted of the power of prayer which is something mm. that i didn't know that i need to be reconvicted on but it is so oh yes yeah mm-hmm. yep and just yeah i was very convicted this weekend of
0: um, a friend of mine sent me an audio message at the beginning of the weekend. Uh, and she started, she said a lot of things, but she started with, um, you're not Jesus. And I was mm. like, Oh, right, oh, you are right. You're right. You're saying yep. it again. Yep. <laughs> mm. You're not Jesus. Yep. Cool. Mm. Uh, sometimes you have to remember that, especially in ministry. So if anybody's listening yeah. who works in ministry, you're not Jesus. Your job is to lead them to him. And then it's freeing. Cause he yeah. it's, it's on him.
1: He doesn't yep. do your best and God will do the rest. Mm. Wow. Mm. Put that on a pillow. Thank you. I heard that from a youth minister in California. Ooh. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were talking about caring for ourselves today. Um, and just our relationship with ourselves. Um, mm. yeah. Okay. So when I was like thinking about what I wanted to say and like was writing down Everything at my cute little coffee shop yesterday. Um, I <laughs> I started with my body's a temple because that's like the, <laughs> like the basic thing, you know, and like all like the yogis say it or whatever, but it's so true. Like your body. I mean, I mean like, it's it's
0: in scripture. So it is. It is.
1: <laughs> um, and like in one of the letters, it says like, oh yeah, whoever defiles your body, like is defiling like, like a temple of God. And like you know cut off his hands or whatever i don't know i don't know what it says but um (laughs) but it's true like our bodies are a temple but like also that sounds like so cheesy so i'm gonna say like our bodies are like a monstrance or a tabernacle um because it's it sounds more catholic so again
0: your body is a temple is literally (laughs) in scripture that still sounds catholic (laughs) but yes that's fine yeah okay great cool anyway (laughs) i give you permission (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, um yeah I think okay so I had a lot of things first of all I give this talk to our juniors and seniors every year so naturally I started by going really to that. yeah, it's yeah. One of the topics I didn't know you did this these days um, these days yeah so it's good so we usually give that talk like in the winter when they're all stressed about like colleges and stuff um so it's mm. good um but so I went there, but I also think, so I have some stuff from that that I think is good, like practicals. Um, But I think one of the areas that my heart was drawn in this conversation is also just like, not only how we care for ourselves, but also how we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, in that sense, my mind went to like struggles with body image and like what I look like and um, the difference between like, what I look like and what is healthy um and knowing that like I can be merciful with myself in times and there are times when I have to be like okay no Brianna you're being lazy like you haven't you know done any sort of exercise in 3 days uh you yeah. should do something you know but then there's also the reality of like so for example today like I have a really hard workout that I'm supposed to do and I slept until 10 because I just got off a confirmation retreat mm-hmm. and then I have a meeting later and so like the reality is like I might have to push my hard work out to tomorrow and like recognizing that, like, I need to not, maybe this only applies to like runners, but like, I need to like, not feel guilty about that and be merciful with myself in the fact that my body needed me to sleep until 10 and that's okay. Um, and then recognizing, this is like a lot of different tangential thoughts, but like recognizing, like, we have to give ourselves what we need and be merciful with ourselves in if that isn't perfect or productive, like rest is, rest is still very productive. It's probably like a very Enneagram three thing. I struggle to rest because rest doesn't feel productive. And I work, I am constantly working on not measuring my worth through productivity.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know. I struggle with that too. And and just, like, I literally, like, I cannot sit still, and, like, my mm-hmm. idea of rest these days is cleaning, like, I do, I, that is my restful period, is, like, the hour that I'm cleaning my room, um, and, like, that is so, that's so silly, because I literally cannot just sit and, like, stare out the window, or, like, paint, or, like, place to go. you know, like, I have to be doing something, um, but, like, I, but okay, those so things you mine, just
0: listed are all, still like doing something.
1: I know. Right. Yeah. Like I still feel like I have to like, like, I can't like, even now, like me being sick right now, like, I feel like I cannot like sit and rest. Like I have to be doing mm. something still because resting is like, not like you, there's nothing like tangible about the results. You know what I mean? Other yes. than the fact that I don't cough every five seconds. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, going back to like what you were saying about, like being merciful of your uh, merciful, on yourself merciful by yourself with with yourself right yep there there's the proposition <laughs> proposition anyway um yes yeah, so um going back to be merciful with yourself um i don't struggle with like the whole workout thing like i'm not i'm not <laughs> super big into that um but i struggle with like saying no to people and to things mm. and to like events and activities um mm-hmm. Because like one FOMO, that um, two also I'm like, okay, like where I like to be productive and where I feel most productive is in my social life. And also I really value my social life. So mm-hmm. for me saying like, no, I'm not going to like play cribbage with you in like, you know, the dorm room until like 4 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I can't ever say no to that. Um, and like, that's so stupid because like, I know that like for me, like I need to wake up at 7 a.m. So I can go to my 8 a.m. So like, why would I stay awake till three? You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. But I do that because I just, I'm afraid to say no, which is stupid again.
0: Prudence.
1: Prudence. Prudence. I also think, I don't know, maybe this is
0: a very personal experience. um, So maybe no one will relate to this. Um, But I have a theory that you grow out of FOMO um, Mm. because I look back at college and I was very much like that also. Actually, mm, No. Yeah. I was most of the time, not all the time, but I'm also way more introverted than you. So maybe that's part of it too. (laughs) Um, but like, yeah, I experienced FOMO in college, but like now I look at it in life and I'm like, sometimes I have to remind myself to say yes to things. So it's like, it's a balance,
1: Mm. but like,
0: yeah. Exercising (laughs) prudence in the face of FOMO.
1: Yeah. Is important. I think that there's validity in your theory because I, ha- I do think that I'm getting better at it, especially since coming to college, like, and like being roommates with Maria, who's super, super introverted. Like I am able, like I yesterday sat down and I watched like three episodes of Selling Sunset on my futon. Um, uh, selling do sunset. You know that
0: can show? we, can we do an episode on Selling Sunset? Let's do that. At some Oh point, my gosh. She's so good.
1: Um, Oh, and I
0: have just the guest for that. It'll be great. (laughs) Season four is coming out soon. We'll do a recap episode.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, No, like I've like learned how to take time for myself, but like I'm still not good at it. And still the entire time I'm watching Selling Sunset, I'm like, oh my gosh, like think about like all the things (laughs) I could be doing in these 34 minutes, you know? Yep. But But yeah. Selling Sunset.
0: When we do a recap episode, that will become... (laughs) Productive. So there, there you go. go. I just fixed there your you problem.
1: Thank uh, you just so much.
0: Um, yes, I think okay, so this is actually something I had a priest say to me once in confession, um, mm. which was So you know it's good. Right, you know it's good, and it was very freeing. Um, because I like I'm allowed to tell you this. A priest is never allowed to tell you this. The priest that heard this confession, but I'm allowed to tell you this because it's my confession. So one of the things, <laughs> right, that um we were talking about basically I was like. I was just talking about like having a lack of desire for prayer. And I was like, like, I just like, I just want to watch two hours of Netflix and not pray sometimes. And sometimes I choose to do that father. And for that, I'm sorry, whatever. And he just looks at me and he's like, I hear you. He didn't know me. It was at like some conference. He was like, I hear you. Like, that's real. Um, but I'm just kind of getting the sense that you need to hear that. Like, sometimes you do have to watch Netflix before you pray. And I was like, wait, what, What? what? <laughs> I was like, that's not true father. Like, no, I, I have to, like, I have to not watch Netflix so that I can pray. And he's like, you're right. Like sometimes you do need to make that choice. Like sometimes you're probably like overindulging in things and choosing not to pray. And that's a problem. But he said, sometimes you need to be merciful with yourself in the fact that like, you need to rest and check out because he's like, your prayer is actually going to be more fruitful. If, if you have good rest. Um, And he's like, I'm not saying necessarily that Netflix is always good rest, um, but find something else that is, or use it in a way that is like in moderation and can be recreational. And he just kind of went into like, you know, when you go on a retreat, if you've ever been on a personal retreat, like the, like your spiritual director, whoever is planning the retreat for you will a lot of times say like, you're just going to sleep and rest and do nothing for the first day. And they're like sleep. Like when you're tired, sleep, when you want to go for a walk, go for a walk. Um, when you want to stare at the wall, stare at the wall, like do what you need to do. And he's like, I don't care if you sleep for 12 hours straight. Like that's a good thing because you have to rest before you can pray. Um, mm-hmm. and he's like, we have to employ that strategy in our life too. Like if you are spent like, and especially just because like knowing the way that I pray to a lot of times I expect like product from my prayer, which is a whole other thing. Um, but it's like, I have to be rested Um, and like, you can rest with the Lord and that's true. But um, if I'm not in a place where I'm like too tired to receive anything, then I'm not going to, and I'm just going to get frustrated, you know?
1: Right. Um, as you were talking, I was thinking about, um, I did the St. Joseph consecration back in March, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, there was one, like day where we were praying with like resting joseph and how like mm-hmm. joseph would pray in his sleep and like uh, think about yeah, that he
0: heard like both of the messages that we read about in scripture that he received from god were in dreams
1: right yeah so you can make rest a prayer you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and you can make sleeping a prayer and prayer is productive because prayer is talking to god which like right. if i if i as a little miss socialite that i am think that like being social is being productive that means social with god is also productive mm. this is how i I'm I'm, call um, you externally processing
0: i'm gonna call you a little miss socialite
1: on. um <laughs> okay oh my gosh last night we were talking about um if we find the word feisty um to be um like bad or like condescending or not you oh know? i think feisty is a compliment oh my gosh that's what everyone's like i think feisty is so condescending really it gives me like chihuahua vibes. <laughs> like, you don't, like, you don't tell a Doberman that she's feisty. You tell her that she's powerful, you know, but you tell a Chihuahua that she's a little feisty. You no, know? there's mm-hmm. a difference. I guess I I'm, see that. Yeah. But I'm also just like,
0: maybe I've just like owned it. Maybe I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty feisty. That's okay. Cause like, I think when I think about feisty, it's like, I'm a little bit feisty, but I don't really have that much bite. So it's like that's kind of what you're saying, right? Of like the Chihuahua is feisty, but she doesn't have much like she can't actually hurt someone.
1: Right. Well, I wanna I want there to be You want to be able to hurt people. (laughs) I want everything that I say and do to have meaning. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be able to like, Mm, okay, okay, like have like my like words be empty. You know what I mean? Mm, mm -hmm. If I say that I'm gonna go do something, I'm gonna go do something, you know? Yeah, like, the chihuahua, she's going to say that she's going to go, like, whatever, and she's not actually going to do it. Anyway, this is not what we're talking about today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, anyway, can I pull us back? back to back? rest. Can I pull us yeah. back with a little um, quote? Yeah, I'll be drinking coffee while you do that. Great. Um, pause, because I need to find it. So, St. Thomas Aquinas, one of my, well, St. Thomas Aquinas is, like, like, he has a lot of quotes, right? Yeah. Um, a going on there. He has a lot of very profound things that he says about Jesus. He wrote, you know, the Summa, where he like defined all of Catholic theology, basically. But my favorite <laughs> quote that he says doesn't have to do with any of that shocker. He says, or he's credited with saying, sorrow can be alleviated by good sleep, a bath, and a glass of wine.
1: Ooh. Mm. We sorrow love that.
0: Sorrow can be alleviated by good sleep, a bath, and a glass of wine. Um, yesterday, I got back from the retreat, and um, my roommate was really proud of me for this moment, so uh, thanks, Emma, for affirming me. Um, I immediately, like, I like, hadn't showered in a whole weekend, so I needed to take a shower, and I took a really long, hot shower with a glass of wine, and it was the best thing ever. Wait, and wine in the shower? Wine in the shower. Let me wow. tell you. Life-changing, and I thought of St. Thomas Aquinas because- that's what he says. Good sleep, a bath and a glass of wine. Um, I love that he says this largely. Okay. So it's more profound than just like self-care, right. And drinking wine in the shower, but it's like, like our, our sorrow or like our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, desolation. Sometimes we like attribute it only to like spiritual things. Right. So like if I'm discouraged or if I'm feel tired or burnt out from prayer or ministry or whatever, like I immediately go to like, oh, well, my prayer life is horrible. So I have to fix my prayer life or, oh, like my emotional state is bad. So like, I need to fix that. And like, I love that this quote, like this quote is so profound. I think in its simplicity of like, no, like sometimes your problems are just human. They're just natural. Mm -hmm. They're physical. And like, like how much like more human do we feel after taking a long shower after like a super busy day and we just need that and like um you know it's so profound in that it doesn't have to be profound
1: mm-hmm.
0: so when we talk about self-care or taking care of ourselves or recognizing what we need avoiding burnout oftentimes it's so much more simple than we make it I right. think that's
1: important yeah um I'm oh my gosh I had a, I had a train of thought to go off of this um something about how like we're like body and soul but I don't know where I was going with thoughts um, I mean there's a lot of places you can go with that theology of the right. body, baby baby um yeah I mean we are body and soul we are oh my gosh okay so right now in my theology class we're talking about how like Adam had dominion over like the Garden of Eden and like he like failed that and like whatever all those things right and then I was like praying with my assignment because what (laughs) I don't know I just was um and I was like what am I like what did like the Lord like give me dominion over that I'm not taking care of um And I think one of the things is my body, right? Like I'm not, okay. So fun fact. Um, I, we talked, me and Maria talked about this when Maria came on to be interviewed, but, um, we gave up fried food recently because that's right. Right. Because we were eating fried food, like literally. So our like daily, like social life started at like 9.00 PM. Right. When we would go to college. I know it was it's kind of awful, but it's great. Um, we'd go to like the dining hall, like 9.00 PM and like Meet our friends, whatever, and then at ten o'clock, um, they bring out the fried food, so like mozzarella sticks, French fries, like curly fries, the whole shebang. Yeah, everything. What? It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then we just sit there and we play cribbage with our friends and talk and laugh and whatever. It's great. Okay, cool. Um, but then we would do this every single night, and like you can't have twelve mozzarella sticks every single night. You know what I mean? True. It's just not good for you. Um, so then we gave up fried food. Um for every day except for feast days in the sabbath um and yeah it's like going great whatever we but like we gave it up because like you know let's it's, it's Balance, not good for moderation. us moderation right yeah and like we needed to do that in order to take care of our bodies because we quite literally felt it you know what i mean you know how you feel when you like haven't been praying for a while like you can mm-hmm. also feel when you've been eating mozzarella sticks for a while too <laughs> um so that um So like exercising, like proper dominion, like over my body and like what I eat, Mm -hmm. but also too, and just like exercising. So going back to what Mm -hmm. you were saying, I know you're super big into exercise and I'm like not super big in exercise. Like I do Pilates like once a week, and I used to run, but now I don't run because it's cold outside. Um, so, (laughs) which I know is not an excuse, but oh well. (laughs) Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about exercise and just caring for your body and more of just in less of like a self-care, we're going to do a face mask type of way and more, more of like a daily activity that you need to do to exercise proper mm-hmm. dominion over your body
0: i like that phrase exercising proper dominion over your body like i think like recognizing i think the truth of recognizing that we are both body and soul right like god didn't just create lydia the soul and then you get to like borrow this body for a certain amount of time like no like right. both your body and your soul are you created by god in his image it and belong likeness. to me Right. And you have to take care of that because all of you is created in God's image and likeness and has dignity that like, if we looked at someone else in our life, like it'd be super easy for us to recognize that, right? Like it's super easy for me to look at you and say like, Lydia, you were created in the image and likeness of God. And because of that, have dignity that like needs to be cared for and upheld and taken care of. But how quickly do I forget that when it's me? It's like, Oh, well mm. I can work myself into the ground, but I'm not going to let my coworker work themselves into the ground. Like they need right. to have proper rest, but it's like, I don't hold myself accountable for having proper rest or proper recreation. Like, I think the word recreation is really important in this. Cause when you talk about exercise mm. for me, like so much of exercise, that's what it is. Like I'm a runner. And so I train and so it's hard, but it's also very life-giving. Um, yeah like I it's a stress reliever for me I feel better when I run um and like there's scientific reasons behind that too but I think a big part of it is just like it is restful for me um because it's something that I am doing to care for myself and Mm -hmm. it's something that like really doesn't benefit anyone else like it's like that's like one of my like I always say that's one of my biggest like selfish things right because it's like me running does not improve the life of anyone else except for me and actually it probably makes other people's lives miserable when i complain about how sore i am <laughs> or have my like massage gun in my living room whatever but it's like <laughs> that like we need things like that that strictly exist to bring us life um whatever mm-hmm. that is and it needs to be things that are still healthy right that's why like a netflix binge it like it's not necessarily bad once in a while but like it doesn't it doesn't actually bring you life
1: You know, right. Well, because it's gluttonous inherently.
0: Exactly. And it just like breaks down. Yeah, there's a whole bunch there. But so, exercise in particular, for me, my personal experience with it is that it's recreational. But for me, it's also been running in particular, has also always been a way that like I have worked through like negative experiences of my body. Right. And so, it's like, that's a way that I have worked through negative body image or what I look like. Um, because for me, this was particularly true in high school. Like a lot of the things that I had problems with of what I looked like, um, were also the reasons that I was a decent runner. And it was also the reasons Mm -hmm. that like, I did well in certain things when other people didn't. Right. And so it was like so much of running, even for me now, is like, I don't run so that I look a certain way. Like I run to see what my body is capable of. And so like my body is capable of running 10 miles rather quickly, not super quickly, but like rather quickly. And that's pretty cool. Like the fact that I can do that is really awesome. And so like to like, hate like when I start questioning, like, Oh, well, like these jeans don't really fit anymore. Or like, um, I don't know, like literally anything else, like yeah, that's because I've been training, and so these jeans shouldn't fit anymore because I'm getting stronger, and that's good. And what is my body capable of that it wasn't three weeks ago, you know? Um, and so that's been a big thing for me with exercise in particular, making sure that my body is healthy, and then
1: celebrating its strength. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I follow a lot of like Instagram mom accounts. Um, <laughs> And a lot of them like talk about like the postpartum journey and just like Mm -hmm. postpartum depression and things like that. And talking about how, like, just because your body doesn't look the way that it used to, doesn't mean that it's bad. In fact, it's beautiful. And it's great that it's changed because your body just carried life. Um, And your body's carrying your life, you know, remember spiritual motherhood, but like, Mm-hmm. Not spiritual motherhood. Just like, I don't know, like your body is still carrying life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And your body's mm-hmm. still good and your body's still working and your body's strong. Um oh, I love that. Um and it can I do something love that. that men can't, you know. Right. No shade, but and I love that running quotes and postpartum quotes are like relatively <laughs> the same, you know, the same Venn diagram. Um <clears throat> but you had said something in one of the podcasts actually that has convicted me. Um, no Mm conviction is not the right word. Um, but anyway, it was really (laughs) cute. And you were like, um, yeah. Conviction is not usually cute. (laughs) And now, yeah. And, (laughs) and you had said, or I had said something and you said, Hey, don't talk to my friend like that. Cause I had Mm -hmm. said something bad about myself. Um, and I was like, one, ew two you are so right like oh my goodness like why if I wouldn't tolerate someone else talking to my friend like that or talk to my sister like that or talking to my mother mm-hmm. like that why would I tolerate myself talking to myself like that you know yeah um, absolutely yeah so now I say that in my life um, I and I love you that had, yeah you, well it is your quote um you <laughs> you said it it's Amelia's credit Amelia we love Amelia shout out Amelia um yeah. So you had talked a little bit earlier about just like you know um, body image and like talking about like thinking about yourself and whatever. Um, yeah, and I want to touch on that too. Is just like I think that it's like common for women to struggle with body issues and like yeah, just just thinking negatively about themselves. Um, I know I definitely struggle with that. Um, where was I going with this again? Yeah. Just that like self depreciation and like negative talk to yourself, even in a joke is not okay. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that when we joke about ourselves in a negative light, we become like, we tend to take those jokes as reality. And then we start to Mm -hmm. think those are reality. Um, and like something else too, that I've had to do in my life is just like recognize like, okay. Like when someone says a joke about me, but it's a negative joke, like it's, it affects me a lot, but I need to like, learn how to like, let it, like not affect me which I don't know how to give advice on that because I'm still learning how to do that mm-hmm. yeah did any of what I just said make sense
0: yes i kind of out of it like okay. things that things that you say to yourself things that you give permission for you to think about yourself become reality you know like at the end of the day like even if you know that they're lies, even if you acknowledge that they're lies, like this is a lie that I believe about myself sometimes. Like if you believe it about yourself, then it is reality in your head. And so it's like, it's not enough. I think a lot of times we have to start with acknowledging the lies. Right. But it's not Mm -hmm. enough to acknowledge the lies. Like we have to rebuke them. And so it's like, I'm not strong enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not whatever enough you know, cause those are the ones that we're talking about. Usually when we talk about our body, it's like, we have to rebuke those things. We have to say like, not only do I acknowledge that this is a lie. I believe I acknowledge that that's a lie that I believe, and it's not true. And I'm not going to think it anymore. And then obviously it doesn't just disappear. Like you have to take steps to not think it anymore. You have to take it to prayer. You have to talk to people you trust, like all of those things, um, to work through those lies but it's like, like the end goal should always be kicking the lies back to hell where they belong, like not, yeah. not just acknowledging them and holding them up. And I think I fall into that a lot where it's like, okay, this is a lie that I believe about myself. And then I stop there and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you just acknowledge that this is a lie that you believe about yourself. What are you going to do about it? You know?
1: Right. Um, yeah. And for
0: me, it for me running. Work. Yeah. Like for me, running has always been a big part of that. Like I said, um, what is my body capable of, um, because it is the way that it is. Um, Mm -hmm. and I mean, you talking about like, like physical motherhood, like postpartum stuff, like the same is true. Like, yeah, maybe like, like seeing a lot of my friends go through this right now, it's like, yeah, my body is completely changed, but like, look at what it was capable of. Look at what it is capable of, of like creating another Mm -hmm. human. Um, Yeah,
1: just so important. Something, something Um, that my friend told me to do one time. Sorry. No, go ahead. Something, okay, Something that my friend told me to do one time was to write down a litany of truth and to pray with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, Courtney, what does this mean? And she was like, well, like start with the basics, right? So write down like your name, like I am Lydia and this is true. Like I mm-hmm. am a daughter and this is true. I am a sister and this is true. I'm a friend and this is true. And then go into like saying like, I am a good daughter and this is true. Like I am a good friend. Um, And then going into like other things, like I am beautiful and this is true or like and like
0: mm. all of like the
1: things that I struggle with like I am enough and this is true I am smart enough and this is true things like that um and praying with that and like also like writing it down so it's tangible and I'm a very like big visual person so like writing it down was really good for me um yeah that's also kind of how I've and then like been counteracting the lies in my life yeah um, and then you yeah. can
0: see it and revisit it and go back to it And ask other people and like things like that and it becomes very real yeah um so yeah I love the litany of trust that's such a good idea that's such like a needed or litany of truth sorry um (laughs) like so needed because yeah like you have to be able to rebuke them you have to have something that is the opposite in order to rebuke lies and Mm -hmm. that's true
1: um. Also, um, have you heard the "Sleeping at Last" like, um, yeah, Enneagram Three song? Yes, I cried. It is so good. I heard it. Oh, so it good. Is so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I highly recommend finding out your Enneagram and praying with whatever song you are. Yeah, I can't wait good. to do an episode on the. Enneagram. I know. I feel like I've talked about it a lot this episode. I'm so so sorry. Um, I'm really not this new age, but yeah, we'll do an episode on it. It'll be fun. We will. Um,
0: um, okay. Can we do practicals of choosing rest? I mean, I feel like we've hit some of them. So we talked about exercise, but, um, my first practical that I always say is take a Sabbath. Um, now, obviously, um, if you are Catholic, you go to mass on Sunday. If you are, uh, some other Christian denomination, you go to church on Sunday, right. You go to worship. And that's one way that we set apart the Sabbath, but like Sabbath sometimes like I've taken just to mean that, but it actually is like, it exists for rest. And so
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I would like, when I was in college, you know, I'd like I'd go to mass on Sunday, but other than that, it was like homework day. Right. And I'd get stuff done. Um, but I have a friend who, um, when we were in college, she would like intentionally take a Sabbath. Um, and so she would like work really hard to get all of her homework done on Friday and Saturday. Um, so that like Sunday, she could take like an actual Sabbath, um, which I think is like, so, (laughs) uh, necessary and something that like, I just don't do well in life, especially now, because I am a youth minister. And so I work on Sundays. And so am I like taking a Sabbath another day of the week where like, I'm setting aside intentional time, both for the Lord, but also just to like recreate myself, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm super big into the Sabbath. Um, I'm also really, really big on busyness not consuming my life which is this Mm. whole thing that I want to do another episode on um yeah but yeah I think that we were like we're intended to be like at rest you know and like at ease um and like taking a sabbath is just such a good way to like step back and remind yourself of that um yeah so it was actually one of my um recommendations as well which is my practicals which is super funny that we both had that um another thing (laughs) that I had was making boundaries um so just like being able to say no being able to like know your limits um and also just like structuring your day or your week or your month or whatever in a way where like you know that you can get your work done by a certain amount of time so you have Mm -hmm. enough time to socialize so you have enough time to sleep so you have enough time to go to mass like things like that Um, Mm -hmm. and you're not overworked Um, so like, like making boundaries and saying no to like things that like take up your time that don't need to be taking up your time. Like if you're playing Candy Crush for 47 minutes every day, (laughs) that's not something that you should be doing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. right. Unless that's your restful thing, in which case you scheduled it in, whatever. Right. You know, um, one of the things that helps
0: me with that. Um, that's like, this would be like a super practical thing. Um, for those of you who might know me in life, um, I am maybe a little bit unhealthily obsessed with the Google calendar. Um, and <laughs> I made the switch a few years ago where I started color. Well, I've always color coded my Google calendar. I mean, I'm not like a crazy person who doesn't <laughs> color code their Google calendar, you know? Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, um. I have been color coding my Google calendar based on like work and life. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like all of my work stuff is on my Google calendar in one color. All of like my like fun, social rest things are in a different color. Right. And so I, I actually have two separate calendars for those two things. So that like, for me, it's really easy when I look at my week, if I see a whole lot of yellow and only a little bit of purple, it's like. And like, cause there's not very much white space on my calendar at all anyway. So it's like, it's either yellow or purple, but if sure. there's a whole lot of yellow and not a lot of purple, then it's like, okay, I'm working a lot this week. Like, how am I going to ensure that I have rest next week to like make up mm-hmm. for that? And then I can plan ahead and kind of like, yeah, just be really intentional about that.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a super good idea to like schedule in time for yourself. Um, I've also been taking myself on dates recently, which is like not fun at all, but um, I'm growing, <laughs> I'm growing in like how to just like be intentional with myself, um, to check in with myself and to also just like be able to just sit. Um, so yeah. like, I'll do things that uh, like, aren't like when I take myself on dates, I'm not like doing things, right. I'm not like going on like on a bowling date, right. Like I'm going to a coffee shop and like sitting and journaling or listening to a podcast or whatever, which is still doing things, but it's just not like active you know um right. but it's just it's very good for me I really hated it at first and I still kind of do hate it um but it also is it's nice good for you. it's very good for me yeah um so just to like recharge in that way and even if it's only for like an hour or so that's better than nothing you know oh yeah absolutely yeah um
0: my I think really my only other practical um was um uh, oh shoot, now I don't remember, oh, just like finding hobbies, Uh, I don't know why it took me so long to remember that, but um, having hobbies that are life-giving, that like aren't, this is going to sound bad, and I don't necessarily mean it like this, but that aren't necessarily productive, yes, Um, and I realized that like, so like I'm going to say that like running is one of those things for me, running probably also is like some people would consider that like productive, which it is, but like also that's not why you're
1: doing
0: it right um so finding things that are like life-giving for you and not necessarily productive right so that's the difference between like Netflix is it bad to watch Netflix once in a while when you just kind of need to veg for a little bit no not at all um but recognizing that like that's not a hobby that is recreating or life-giving and so like what am I doing that's also life-giving and like Mm -hmm. is like true recreation true leisure maybe it's connecting me with other people it's connecting me with myself it's connecting me with nature whatever it is like again that sounds a little new agey too but it's like it's not new agey really because when you think about it like god created you to be in relationship with other people with yourself and with the world and so like if we're making an effort to connect in that way like that's always going to be a good thing
1: right oh totally um my last um practical is to like love your body enough to take care of it. Um mm-hmm. I'm super big into the Catholic social teachings and I think it's the third one that says um care for creation, um, which I'm also super big in, like caring for the environment, right? But like also you are a creation and your body's a creation, right? so care for it. Like it's yeah. okay to eat a vegetable, like that's that's doable, right? Um, or like find a workout that you love. <laughs> Like find a workout that you love, even if it's like not like super sweaty, like cardio workout. Like, still do something, you know. Like, even if it's just stretches, that's like that's good for your body. Um, mm-hmm. And that's good for your mental body. health.
0: Like it that is, helps, yeah. Like, mental health in a huge way. Uh, yeah, like both, both just like emotionally, but also like chemically. Like exercising releases chemicals in your brain that improve mental health.
1: Right. You know, and so totally. it's
0: like, we need that.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. Love Can your body, I, love yourself, love your brain. Yeah.
0: Can I give one more thought in this that I totally end with when we talk about caring for yourself? Um, also, you've ended with it before on other topics that we've talked about, but the concept of memento mori, um, mm. just Latin for remember your death, um, which like I love because- it sounds super morbid. And so it kind of like, whenever I say it to teenagers, it kind of freaks them out sometimes, but like the importance (laughs) of the the importance of remembering that like, um, like our life on this earth is temporary, but we are not temporary. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like recognizing the goodness of all that we are body and soul, um, and like, remembering that we are eternal helps us care for that. Right. And so it's like, um, yeah, just, I think it goes along with just like loving yourself enough to care for yourself. Um, and then like prioritizing, prioritizing our health in every aspect, whether that's mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, so totally yeah
0: because we're created for eternity and we gotta
1: care for ourselves now yeah yeah
0: yep
1: wonderful thanks brie i love that thanks lydia (laughs) you're great oh you're so good (laughs) okay Uh, well well that finishes up that episode yes that That finishes up that season yes that season oh my gosh it's the end of the season like i knew that but i didn't know that we yeah, made we made it. Um, thanks for following along. Thanks for listening for this first season. Yeah. Um, We've had
0: a lot of fun and we're we here have. for
1: it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It actually is really fun to just sit and talk and process. Um, I hope you guys are learning something. I hope you guys are thoroughly entertained. I'm entertained. Um, I hope yeah. you're, like,
0: talking about these things with your friends, too. Like, like yeah. I think we kind of said that our first episode, but, like, all of these things that we talk about come from conversations that Lydia and I have on a normal day, either with each other or like with the other people in our lives. And so it's just like, these are the conversations that I'm having with my friends in my living room on a weekly basis. And we hope that you are too. And so some of it is like, we know and recognize that like there are a lot of things that we don't say in these episodes and I always like when I'm listening back when I'm like editing and listening back I'm like oh like I should have said this thing it would have been so good Mm. but it's like the reality is like these conversations are never exhausted and so we hope that you're having them too and filling in where we miss out you know or like we where we miss things like you are saying those things and share those conversations with us too because we'd love to hear them
1: right yeah this isn't just like Lydia and Bree talking it's Lydia and Bree and like all of our listeners having a conversation. The whole wide world. Uh, right. Well. <laughs> um yeah. But um we're gonna come back for another season. Um December 2nd, be there, be square, Woo-hoo! mark your calendars, put it on your Google calendar. Um it'll
0: hopefully it's ours. a restful thing.
1: Yeah. It will be on ours It'll so be, be in, about it. it'll be in purple. Oh it's in red for me. Um oh, cute. I know, which is kind of an ugly color now that I said that. But oh well.
0: Holy Spirit um, red
1: it's fine. Oh, there you go. Um, Brie, what are we talking about next season? On okay. 2nd? I'm really,
0: I'm really, really excited. Um, because our theme for probably like 12 weeks, I, I'm thinking when we come back is going to be, um, I, I got to find a better way to say this, but like conversations that you're always afraid will come up at the dinner table. Right. So it's like all of those conversations that, especially as a woman in your twenties are hard to have, with people and we're just going to talk about them. So it's going to be, you know, um, probably like more specific than this, but things like (laughs) politics and faith and, um, like, will we talk about dating maybe, or like why you're not dating someone like those questions that people ask at Thanksgiving or at Christmas or with your family at dinner on a Sunday night that, um, are sometimes like conversations that you dance around because you don't, really know how to answer the people that you love so yeah if you right. have suggestions for this we have some ideas we're really excited about um, but would also love to hear um, things that like ideas that you have too so things that maybe like you and your three best girlfriends go off on on a Friday night over ice cream but you would never like bring up at Thanksgiving dinner you know uh, mm. those kind of conversations
1: yeah. Um, I'm super excited about this because my favorite topic to talk about is controversial topics. Um, yes. And I just, yeah, also just know that like I have absolutely no like shame in talking about things. So if like the conversation mm-hmm. is sex, like know that like I will fully talk about sex to the extent that I mm-hmm. want to. Um, <laughs> to the extent that she wants really to. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah.
0: Nothing Nothing is off limits. Yeah. Um, that's like my mm-hmm. like Go to women's session Q and A statement. Is you get to write down whatever you want. Nothing is off limits. Go, Mm -hmm. and this is basically one long women's session. So that's what we're here for.
1: Oh, love! It is one long women's session. Great, so good. Great. So I will put something
0: up yeah, I'll I'll put something up on the Instagram. Um, you can feel free to just DM us, uh, at let's not talk about dating, but I'll put something up probably a couple of times in the next couple of weeks, um, Mm -hmm. on the story too. So you can take a look at that and just let us know thoughts that you have. Um, in the meantime, um, please, please, please like feel free to share any of these last episodes with friends, with family, with, uh, the random person that lives in your building, um, (laughs) with a random person on the subway. I don't know, whoever you want. Um, we, yeah, would love to know them, love to know you. Um, mm-hmm. and we're grateful for you.
1: Yeah, we will miss you so much in the next couple of weeks. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, I can't wait to hear all about and it and Halloween, you know, and Halloween. People, oh people Christmas like Halloween.
0: Guys. I don't really like Halloween, but a lot of people like Halloween yeah, I don't
1: either. Yeah, anyway, well, I'll well, see you on December 2nd, guys. Um, see you on December, December 2nd. Till
0: then. Bye.